I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. With this new technology, we're going to defeat them. Operation Downfall is going to be the largest mechanized invasion in the history of mankind. We will be victorious. We fight. That's what we do. This is Filmsack. Oh, sure. Hello and welcome to Filmsack. This is Filmsack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind, episode 614. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. You look nice in that mech suit, Dunaway. Oh, thank you. Oh, hi. This week on Filmsack, all you need is the edge of your seats to find out what tomorrow will bring as we take it to the max to live, die, and oh no, not again. Repeat. This killer 2014 sci-fi action film adapted from some straight-up right-to-left manga starring our favorite middle-aged Mr. Risky Business himself sock-sliding pantless right into the horrors of defending the Earth against time-looping aliens that resemble last night's plate of spaghetti and meatballs. Hold still, you slippery, slippery piece of alien pasta. We lost Germany. We lost France. Somebody got somebody get this guy some underpants. Anywho, <laughs> this is 111th time I have written this intro, and, and this is as far as we have ever made it. I've tried everything. I've rewritten that underpants bit under my eyes, dilated to full black. Yeah. Every time I say, oh, hi. Eventually, some spaghetti and meatballs, garlic-breathing time alien pops up behind me and chokes me out. Mm-hmm. But so far, no alien. Huh. Okay, maybe, maybe my tweaks. Nope, I'm dead. Randy? <laughs> Strike a sweaty yoga pose. We about to go medieval on this claw machine trainer. Mm. <laughs> oh, you killed me with the spaghetti. Yeah, the spaghetti. Uh, nicely done. Also with us, Randy. I think you swallowed some of that there alien goo blood, son. Jordan. Mm. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Randy. You are my J squad. My oh. cute little adorable, mm. completely forgettable J squad. Why did we even give you names? No one has ever remembered any of your names, except for me, because I've spent the last 1,400 days with you. But you, you're still essentially disposable cannon fodder who eat playing cards and uh, something else. That I'm, I don't know. It's supposed to be memorable. I've already forgotten. 
how many of you are there anyway? I like six, uh, but then sometimes when you're doing uh, PT, there's like twelve of you. It doesn't matter. I feel like I need to say this again. You don't matter, but Aww. but you're gonna save the world. You're going to save the world as long as you follow these three easy company steps. Okay. Number one. Strap on a mech suit. Apparently, we seem to have a ridiculous number of them hanging around, and they don't use any conspicuous ammunition, so go nuts. Number two, (laughs) no one is allowed to talk about what the enemy looks like or fights like before we're in the war zone. That's just good strategy, (laughs) am I right? Number three, (laughs) you know how we have this special training room with unnecessarily deadly whirling propeller claws and and you know how the only woman in a sea of thousands of men is in that room doing some sort of sexual yoga pose Ooh. to make damn sure everyone knows she's a sexual woman who does sex yes first person to walk in there and tell her what her middle name is gets to kiss her later how about them apples mm. Whoa. <laughs> some fine apples there hello rose yeah hi rose how, how you doing uh <laughs> and with us finally brian i sure as heck fire remember you ibit <laughs> bing right again <laughs> all right let's get to this uh, uh you know no setup is necessary i don't think all right <laughs> on a pile of army gear and you may find yourself in another part of the world and you may find yourself rolling under the wheels of a large automobile (laughs) and you may find yourself with a beautiful woman with a beautiful chin and you may ask yourself well didn't i do this yesterday (laughs) you'll live die and repeat no it's edge of tomorrow but the poster says that yes but that's not what the movie's called that's a better name yeah that's widely agreed so i can call it that sure but it won't come up in search and you may ask yourself how do i turn off the safety and you may ask yourself do you have something on your face and you may tell yourself i don't belong in j squad and you may tell yourself come find me when i wake up should stop calling it that what about the book it's called all you need is kill that's also a better name you sound like a reddit post so edge of tomorrow then that's the point we tried to make i did all this yesterday 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 I did all this yesterday. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> you are killing me with these. Yeah, that, that was so great. Good. And exactly the same thing I thought. I'm like, this is the worst name ever tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, at the time, it was one of the chief criticisms against the movie. It was like, yeah, why yeah. Why yeah. didn't you just use your tagline as the poster? Right. It is the, the most name. throwaway movie title name Edge ever. of the Blade? Edge of it's Tomorrow? Like, is it a soap opera or is it a sci-fi movie? Yeah, yeah, Edge of Tomorrow does sound like a love thing. Like a like a right. romance deal. And there's no and, love here. Not really. And this would have made an interesting soap opera. Just imagine <laughs> if yeah. every day you were watching this character go through his like new new bits. Like right? Like because mm-hmm. every day of his of his repeat he does new things he, right right you like learn something well we that know the girl interesting premise for a soap opera in general just uh, a time loop oh like... that's not bad yeah. <laughs> are there any time so, yeah. loop um 
And then they would wake up out of a coma. It'd be great. Like romantic, not even comedies, but like romantic dramas or anything with a time loopy thing. Is like the time traveler's oh, wife or whatever? Is yeah. that a thing? Or that yeah, was one? Kind of. One of the that Adam Sandler I, thing where Drew Barrymore forgets she's almost like in a time loop, right? Oh, she's 50 a, First Dates. She's yeah. in a time. Well, everybody else is in time loop. She's not. Right. She's, she's the she's the every other person in the time loop, yeah. um, but the uh, one of the ones that I talked about in my bonus episode called One More Time is more of a more of a drama, less of a comedy. There's comedy elements, but it's more of a dramatic uh, romance time loop. Oh, right. interesting. Okay, but you and, have to sit through some Swedish uh, <laughs> subtitles to watch it. And if you're, by the way, nice time to remind everybody: if you're a patron of the show, Brian Ibbett just put up a fantastic episode about time loop films. So you, I know, and he was so excited to do yet more time loop films. Thank God you like them. Yeah, (laughs) I do. I really do like them, actually. Yeah, but you didn't really time it for this. That's what's funny. Not even a little bit. Yeah, I procrastinated for the first two weeks of August, and it just turned out to be this happened to be the week that we did Edge of Tomorrow. Well, let's see what uh, not. Scott Fletcher says about Edge of Tomorrow, uh, so we can understand the the idea here. Here you go. Edge of Tomorrow! Edge of Tomorrow! Edge of Tomorrow! A soldier fighting aliens gets to relive the same day over and over again, the day restarting every time he dies. All right. <laughs> get, get to live. I love it. Sweet. Listen, I love, I love Fletcher, and I, I'd much rather have Fletcher, yeah, but if we right. can't have Fletcher, I love this guy. Yeah, this guy yeah. will stay until we get Fletcher, which he's just been busy and had a lot going on, so he hasn't had time to, to do these. But <laughs> Edge of Tomorrow 2014, we talked about all that. Uh, you've heard all the, the, the details. This is one of those movies that I can watch and enjoy every time I see it. I really like this movie. May as well get this out of the way early. I don't think there's much wrong with it. I think it's a fantastic film. A lot film. of people like it. I'm yeah. curious, though, if it passes Brian's litmus test of uh, the time Loops. loop film See, the thing. time loop versus time travel. So time time travel, there's so much you can get wrong with time travel. You screw anything up that causes something to be in a place that it doesn't need to be in a place and everybody disappears around it, talking about you, Looper, uh, ah, is, is ah. the big problem with time travel. <laughs> but, um, but with time loop, uh, you don't have to worry about any of those constraints. You know, basically, it's it's one person experiencing this, and you just have to wonder what's happening once once Tom Cruise's character dies. Uh, you know, it, obviously, in this case, everything resets. It's not like a multiverse situation where uh, you've got to worry about all the consequences that happen afterwards, right? Because otherwise, Emily Blunt's going to jail a bunch of times for killing oh, Tom yeah, Cruise yeah. multiple so, times for seemingly no reason. Oh, yeah. good point. As you yeah. as you said, Brian Ibbett, the yeah. <laughs> a time loop film has to distinguish itself from all the other time loop films. So they all try to do something yes. original, right? They all have yeah. a thing. This movie, the thing is, a guy gets stuck in a time loop. And he finds out there's someone else who has already been through a time loop a bunch of times. So she's able to believe him and relate to him. And that felt like that felt really cool the way it was handled in this movie. I'm just curious if you agree that it's like it's that the distinction is a good one. It is a good distinction. It's um, uh, we've also seen it a little bit more recently with Russian Doll. Uh, right, for sure. Natasha, yeah. Lachone, Natasha Leone, who um, whose character finds another person who's experiencing the time loop as well. But Are it's, you looping? Me looping, too. <laughs> <laughs> but this is it, it is a really clever, and it saves us so much time from yes. the, the Groundhog Day thing where he's basically got to convince somebody, and it takes him so long. I think, what, Andy McDowell is the first one that he convinces that he's in a time loop, and even that, she's she's skeptical. But like well, we can all agree that the Groundhog Day is the is is peak. 
loop movies, right? I mean, I mean we can all just say it's, okay. the, it's it, really the alpha. good. I yeah. mean, it's not necessarily right, it's the, the first. Some people, yeah. right. some people did point out that there were a couple um, non-American time loop movies that came before it, but it is the it is the uh, our experience. Uh, it's, the, it's the blue screaming uh, spaghetti alien. Right. Compared to all the other orange screaming spaghetti, <laughs> the alpha, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it's true, and I think that um, it's a hard not to watch this and not see a bunch of similarities. But I do think Randy has a really key point here. You're you're led to believe at the beginning of the movie that the angel of Fluton or whatever the location Verdun. is. Verdun. Verdun. Thank you. <laughs> Fluton. Uh, Islam just amazing. <laughs> We're not done until I say Verdun. She's an amazing right. soldier. No one's like her. She's incredible. Wow. Why? You know, like you don't really know why. Right. And then when he first meets her, you still really don't know why. But then it starts to make sense that maybe she's been there. And the fact that she's been there and done this over 300 times herself before she got pulled out of the loop is a conceit that I think really helps the story. Unlike the Andy McDowell thing, yeah. where she still just has to trust Bill Murray. Right. right. This yeah. is her going, oh no, this, okay, you're, you, you're doing what I did. And it's obvious that you're doing what I did. So it's only everyone else around them where the convincing has to take place. And she knows even like when she shoots him in the head, every time he's, which is you so know, comedic. It's, it's, it. it's comedic, <laughs> but also when she does that, she knows that this is all going to get looped. And so who cares? It doesn't really matter what she does right. uh, as long as he's killed because he will, he'll reset. And, and for me, that really helps the movie uh, get over the whole park your brain stuff. It helps me go, right. okay, well now we're, now we can game. just get into it. Yeah. We can get into this yeah. thing. We can start doing the story and we can, we can go for it. And we don't have to waste a lot of time with those tropes of, no one believes me, and uh, I, I swear I'm from the. I've seen this before. You know, you don't have to do all of that as much, right. and I like is, that. I like that a lot. Who's? Is, did anybody read the manga? All you need is kill. No, no. Okay, I, no, I, I read it, and so I, I was like, oh, I didn't read it. Until I saw the movie the first time, then I went and read the manga, and then I refreshed my memory before I watched it again this time. I'm like, oh yeah, I did have. Um, I was like, oh, did anybody get mad? Was there? Because this, you know, people love that manga series so i'm mean, like did people get mad about coming in seeing tom cruise this you know middle-aged guy versus you know it was, it was more like fresh recruits well, i was sure there was somebody who didn't right. like it because there always is but yeah like i i didn't even know it was a manga when i first saw it and then i found out later and i was kind of curious and then i went wait i gotta i literally have to read that back to front yeah. forget it i'm not doing yeah. that back to front yep yeah. <laughs> can't do it just manga not, jokes. just doesn't work for me <laughs> and right to left i forgot about that's this right. last time that's i went right. to read it again i was like wait shh, i'm reading it because i was like this doesn't make any sense i'm like what the, i'm reading manga you dumbass yeah and i'm like you're reading it backwards <laughs> yeah. i'm like it's, it's hard language barrier is too much it's Go really ahead. hard for me to read those for that reason yeah but, um but yeah, like it, it's just um, I guess what I'm saying is they're more effective with their their um, resources here because yeah. you don't have to waste a bunch of time in this movie with the tropes of this thing. Instead, you just get straight to it. It's just like, yeah. here's the first loop that's going to go the longest because it's harrowing. You know, he's like, oh, my gosh, I'm not I'm not a soldier. I was a PR guy. I'm a total puss, which, by the way is so against type for Tom Cruise and I really, really like is. that. He he played yeah. it so well. Like when they first put him in the suit, I mean the the when you really first realize what a worm he is. Okay, you kind of feel like you're just like, okay, he's kind of doing shit that I would do if I suddenly found myself in a position where they were about to draft me and put me in some real shit. At first you'd be kind of like resistant and stuff. 
But by the time he gets to the point when he's in the mech suit mm-hmm. and he starts to try to run away slowly, <laughs> yeah, which is yes. hilarious as hell. Yeah. And you see how small he is and, and yes. he is compared yeah. to everybody else. Yeah. It really is maximized at that point. Totally. And agree. you can really just appreciate. And I appreciate that he's that. willing to do that because I think that he's, yeah. I, I, could, I could be wrong, but the impression is always, well, if Tom Cruise isn't going to be in your movie, he is going to be extraordinary. He, whatever he has his character, to be the does. best at whatever he does, and and really, you know, we say that he does that in this movie. He really only does it for half of this movie. Yeah, the second half bit. of the movie, he is the best. At oh what yeah, he totally, does. totally. Yeah. He the gets cruise, to be the, the badass. Cruise is fulfilled. Yeah, yeah of course. Cruise control on. Yeah, he's yeah. Good. Which it, which again, you know, like I I kind of expected, even though I didn't know what the movie was going to be. I expected at some point he's going to be awesome, but I like that trajectory, and they didn't have to oversell it because again. Yeah. There's another character in the room who gets it and understands where all this is. Well, and also this movie refuses to oversell anything. This this movie just can't bring itself to explain enough of anything. You know why does why does Brent, Brendan Gleeson <laughs> do this to Tom it was Cruise? Amazing. We don't really know. We have they, well, they have two great scenes together. Yeah. They're great mm-hmm. scenes. Yeah. yeah, but we are we are not really given an explanation yeah we have why. no idea right. why somebody hates tom cruise that they've yeah. initiated <laughs> this thing they, we don't we don't we know can't why. even figure out how that would be right. possible yeah. True, yeah. True, yeah. Yeah. And the movie doesn't care it's uh, like you no. know if you if you have problems uh understanding how this time looping works because it is it is kind of convoluted there's three kinds of aliens like three the, the aliens are a multi-level marketing organization and on top of it there's you know what I'm saying like the the you might go okay but wait so if all he has to do if he ever loses it is just go back to the battlefield and do the same thing with the claymore again and when he right. finds ruin but no 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 the movie doesn't care if you really get it and understand because it's it's so bound and determined to put him out on a battlefield and Emily Blunt uh, yeah. when when possible and have them do cool stuff yeah. until would they get you know they get to their climax yeah that's basically <laughs> that's basically it and i feel like they I just feel like it's really definitely done. I think part of this, the star of the movie for me is Christopher McQuarrie, who is a big partner of uh, Tom Cruise. He's the director and co-writer of most of the, the recent and best uh, mission impossible movies. Mm -hmm. And he's known for all kinds of other stuff, but he's, he's really, his writing is great. I've, I've yet to not like a movie that he wrote except for, I didn't like Jack Reacher. He wrote that. I didn't like it. Um, the Tom Cruise one. I was going to, okay. I was going to bring up Jack Reacher and ask if, if, you know, what, what's your Tom Cruise vehicle? Because Emily Blunt has stated publicly repeatedly that edge of tomorrow is the Tom Cruise vehicle for her, like the best thing he ever did. And I, would like to know if anybody thinks Jack Reacher is that. I know, hell no. Jack no, Reacher kind no, of sucks. It's not good. I think Mission Impossible is kind of the just deservedly so the the Tom Cruise vehicle. Yeah. Um yeah. I'm sure somebody will argue Top Gun. Sure, of course, yeah. yeah. Uh, right. But I feel like I feel like he fits better in the whole Mission Impossible um indestructible main character does things that, you know, uh, would would snap anybody else in half, but uh, somehow yeah, especially if you're well. talking a franchise. I mean, that's that's clearly the franchise for yeah. him because yeah. you top Top Gun. I think are both remarkable films in their own way, but they're also 30 years apart, and they're not. It's not a series. I mean, it's a series, but it's not a series. It's not a real trill. You know, duology. I wish I wish someone could go back in time about 12, 13 Ooh. years. 
in a to, loop. right? Yeah, to <laughs> and and put uh, uh, John Cena in Jack Reacher. Make John oh. Cena Jack Reacher. Yeah, that'd be all right. The new guy's yeah. a lot like that. The the TV one. Um, the, yeah. the this Prime idea where where uh, we have a series where Randy just goes back in time and recast movies to make them better. I like I it. Like I would watch idea. that movie. That sounds yeah. great. Let's do it. Uh, what would we call it? Have quantum read- Quantum uh, Jordan. What would we call quantum it? Quantum Jordan. Be something good. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. There's a Jack Reacher. Yeah, I'm TV Prime. Thing? Yeah, I'm Prime. It's a series. Are you thinking yeah, Jack yeah. Ryan or Jack? No, no, no. Jack. There is a Jack Ryan as well, but there's a Jack Reacher. Okay. It's called. Oh, I had no uh, idea. There's a Jack I didn't Reacher. Either. Wait, wait. Oh, now, now cool. I'm getting confused. Yeah. I think it's just called Jack Reacher. But the guy who's in it, I don't know if he's a wrestler, or a box, maybe he's an MMA guy or something. Oh, but he's a monster. Cool. He's a freaking. Oh, beast. oh I got to see that. That's yeah. Awesome. It's really yeah, good. Wow. My it's my wife's favorite television show. <laughs> she thinks oh. it's amazing. Wait, wait. Your wife has a favorite television show yeah she loves it what you're gonna call it yeah okay television program (laughs) (laughs) what is that y'all watch that on the television (laughs) well all right her favorite streamed tv show is this thing (laughs) i was speaking in 40s lingo over here i guess i don't know why i was doing that um it's really good though it it will make you for yeah it'll make you forget the movies which are movie or there are two of them i can't remember maybe there were two two jack reacher never go back yeah, that's a the great title. The other thing that will make you forget the Jack Reacher movies is the John Wick movies. And uh, it's too bad they all kind of came out at the same time and stuff. Yeah. I think John yeah. Wick just overshadowed anything that was like an action hero thing for a bit there. Yeah. And I don't know. You were how, just... many, how, many ja- how many do we need? How many John Wicks do we need? How many, uh, how many movies of John Wick? We own like five now? What no, we well, the fourth just happened and there's rumor <laughs> of a fifth. So I guess we have <laughs> uh, four. Gonna, yeah, we're just to clear it up. The TV series on Amazon is called Reacher. Oh, just uh, straight Reacher. Yeah. Okay. Just just straight Reacher. Straight and Reacher. Alan Alan Richson, <laughs> who played uh, Aquaman on the on Smallville, uh, Bruce McGill, who we always love. Oh, I love Bruce McGill and yeah. a bunch of other people. <laughs> a bunch of other people that I want a I want a TV series called Young John Wick. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Young It'll Wick. Just be called Does Wick. Have... Yeah. Right. Wick. Right. <laughs> Jonathan. No, I'm talking actually really <laughs> like like young Sheldon, but young John Wick. He's like John Wick in middle school. That's oh, what yeah. I want. Yeah. Well, he's getting in fights and stuff. So yeah. That's yeah. the rumor of a spinoff. Is that because we don't have any of his early life where he was just a straight up hitman or whatever. And there's right. talk of like that happening with a young actor, somebody playing it. I don't but know. Randy if that's a good wants to idea. go way beyond that. He mm-hmm. wants to go back to the to the <laughs> to, he has to grade school. Yeah. He has to deal with his parents and homework. And, oh yeah, my gosh. It's when he traveled in time and met uh, yeah. uh, Ted or no Bill, <laughs> yeah, met him yeah. and Bill yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> got special coin to get into the bathroom. Exactly, yeah, great favorite uh, coins. You know what's great though? This has one of my favorite trivia things. Uh, which is this while filming the car chase scene, which include the minivan and the trailer and all that. It's actually a pretty right. good sequence. Emily Blunt was instructed to drive fast and then take a right <laughs> hard right turn so that the van would shake. However, she yep. missed her mark and she drove the car into a tree. She later said it was both hilarious and terrifying as she just about yep. killed Tom Cruise. Now they don't oh get God. into the details there, but she claims they almost killed him. Uh, both of them started laughing after the incident. Yeah. I don't know how you yeah, almost kill. He's like other laugh. people have tried to kill me. She yeah, also claims work. she has yeah. a permanent physical injury from this movie, oh. but it ha- it isn't stated what, what oh. the deal is. It's uh, uh, she busted her pinky toe. It's called it really. Hurts. Uh, boy, I can't think of a good joke. I was th- I was trying yeah. to go chin thing. <laughs> trying to like loop some blunt yeah, something in there. Yeah, yeah, she's got all I know is she has to do hot yoga. Oh, she has blunt force it. trauma. Is that the permanent <laughs> force trauma? That's fantastic. <laughs> there you go. That's Perfect. much better than my hot yoga. 
Darn it. Uh, it's all right. <laughs> it's all right. It's all we're all just workshopping in real time here. It's well, fine. what about what about J Crew, the the Hudson team? Yeah, were they called J Squad? Yeah, J like Squad. squad. J the whole J Squad led up by uh, the uh, Master Sergeant uh, Bill, uh, Bill Paxton. Paxton. Yeah. Right, do you guys think that maybe that those are all his children? It just feels like it's like <laughs> like the Hudson character from Aliens. Sure, uh, had a bunch of kids and then. Yeah, their own it's funny too because you could you could loop uh, true love in there, true love. No, yeah, yeah, true love. No, uh, that's, big, uh, love. Big, big love, big love. That's yeah, it. you yeah. could loop that in there as well. Um, I think this was the last thing I. Uh, maybe it wasn't the last thing he made. It was the last thing I saw him in. Uh, yeah, he died he in 2017, yeah. and this is 2014. Yeah, a few years later. I just don't know of anything about or anything that was big since then. But man, is there anyone who died too soon? In Hollywood, yeah. that leaves I don't know. Lead, that one hurts for all kinds of reasons. That one did hurt. Phil, he and Phil Hartman are the two that just oh, still sting. Anytime you yeah. see anything, anything you know that they've done that you've right. watched a million times, you see him again. It's like oh my god. So that they would have their their star was just such such on the rise. They would have just kept getting better and better and better. Yeah, for Far sure. cry from his weird science betrayal as his brother. That was fantastic. I love that. That's one Chet, of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. That was amazing. Still so yeah. good. So he did do a bunch of stuff. He Raw uh, like, liver served in a dirty <laughs> ashtray. <laughs> he was in that weird Nightcrawler movie. I forgot about that. The Oh, right. Not yeah. the superhero, but the dude that filmed things. Yeah. Uh, I, did, I just filmed things. Yeah. I just want to draw a bright circle around your question. It's like, is, was there anybody who like, Left left early bef- before doing more great things. Yes, Heath Ledger, Paul Walker, River Phoenix. Oh, yeah. oh yes, yeah, of course. Yes. <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes, 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 yes. These are all like, true, but the problem is, is, it's not that we're lacking those. It's just that there's something about the fact that he spanned all of our nerd shit, like yeah. all the Terminator stuff, like pretty much hung out with Cameron all day. And yeah. this felt like a James Cameron movie, by the way. Um, right. I think yeah, of all it. of all the you know recent film sack movies we've seen, this is the most Cameron esque sort of take I've seen in a while. Yeah, I can see that. And having him in it just made it feel more that way because it's like, well, of course you'd hire him because you know it's a James Cameron movie, even though it isn't. But um, yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why his stings more than mo- most. I don't know what it is. Can't, I, I think, can't you, I think you nailed it. it when you said it was uh, you know so interconnected with our our nerdiness. I mean, I, Heath Ledger uh-huh. was doing fantastic work at the time. Uh-huh. But I mean, other up until that, until he did the the Batman thing, he was kind of wasn't on the nerd radar necessarily. He was he was doing a lot of things, but yeah, yeah, it was like right. uh, I think honestly before that, I think Heath Ledger, other other than well, was Brokeback Mountain before or after Batman? I don't remember now. I think it was before, right? Before for sure, yes, sounds yeah, for right. sure sounds right that it was before. Um, but 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 prior to that, to me, it was the Knight's Tale is all I really knew him from. Yeah, yeah, Knight's Tale, oh, ten, so ten things. Yeah, we got to watch stuff. that. Yeah. We oh, need to sure. do Knight's Tale. It's been too long. Yeah, um, but uh, the only but, time I ever saw that, by the way, was on a, a flight from Denver to Australia, and this was back before you had way back before you had uh, TVs in the seats in front of you, so they actually right. had the one big screen in the middle of yeah. the oh yeah the uh, the plane yeah. and. Uh, I, I think I, I put on headphones and I went to sleep. <laughs> the only, only thing I remember about that movie is me bitching about, oh, this is not period appropriate. Right. You play this song. No, I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. It was so yeah. it was so weird. I, I eventually appreciated it. But when the first time I saw it, it was like a weird. It's like your friend putting some Dr. Pepper and, you know, Sprite together and going here, drink this. And at first like, ah, ah, ah. OK, <laughs> it's oh, a little funky. It's a yeah. weird combination. Yeah. 
It's a cool movie, though. I really like it. Yeah, I have it. Yeah. I have it in like, the same it, yeah. category as uh, the Princess Bride, where like oh. you're supposed to embrace the funny, you right. know, like uh-huh. it's the point, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys knew this. In the original manga, uh, Rita was an American. That's mm-hmm. weird. Also, her name was Full Metal Bitch. Yes, oh, really they showed was, that, that here. Was her actual name. That was her name. Yeah, they well, her. they showed that here too. They call her Full Metal Bitch. On Did the, they call her that? I missed that. Yeah, on, on the, the, side on of the, the bus. bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the dude, the dude in J Squad starts calling her that before he gets punched in the face. Oh, that's he right. He gets Full Metal. Full Metal. Bu- metal blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yep. He gets his A kicked. Among the many things that I wrote down that the movie doesn't want to explain to me. It does not want to explain to me why she's the only one who uses huge swords. <laughs> why she has oh, a cloud The, the, man, the manga <laughs> covers that because it is it is something that you do not have to replenish. So like am- sure. ammo, you have to replenish. But they don't explain it. To you well, like it's because I think the explanation is she's done this 300 times. She's kind of found her way, whatever her ways yeah. are. Yeah. I think that's probably mostly right, what but that I is. Mean, I mean, you you can't help but expect she's going to eventually show him how to use a sword. Like they're going to they're going to yeah. have infinite time to train him. Right? She you know? he wields his own it. thing. Right? It's like a samurai thing. Right? He has to forge his own weapon and in stuff the, okay. in the, in the I, manga. In the, I zone I'm once blade. again referencing the manga. <laughs> yeah, I'm referencing okay. the manga. Apologize. <clears> no, 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 no. Listen, <clears> the manga fans need representation. I'm glad you're here. Right. I think it's yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, it is, the movie it is a great it. weapon. It does feel like it is, you know, it's the slowest thing you can use against <laughs> yeah. aliens that feel like they're on just RPM 78. Versus yeah. Wait, wait, yeah, they are. wait, wait you see the weapon in the manga. Boy, that thing is outrageously large. Which, oh, really? Expect. Yeah. Yeah. Which sounds uh, right. Yeah. That, my, kind of uh, my other thing was like, if you have infinite time, infinite days to come up with a solution, you're probably going to try to invent new weapons altogether, right? You're going to like right. go study. Mm-hmm. All right. What are these things? How, do, how, what's a real weakness, right? Yeah. Right. And, and you're going to try to find some kind of like, spread bombs and and you know mm-hmm. there's something there's got to be something when these movies Other- are good one of the things they do that's good in my opinion is that they make you forget about the tedium that is all the in-between bits so yeah you know when you do your first couple of loops well yeah you've got to figure out a way to get out of the clutches of the army and roll under the truck and escape while everyone's doing push-ups and all that stuff when it gets squished that first <clears> oh yeah that was great yeah but you got to do all that to get there and then once you're there <clears throat> you're good to go but then the movie doesn't dwell on a, a bunch of dead time uh, right. that you would uh-huh. always have. And th- this is true of, I guess, uh, uh, Groundhog Day as well, or, you know, any good time loop movie. You don't want to, you want the audience to sort of forget that, yeah, there is just some time to fill and that he's going yeah. to be walking around doing sh- shit all during that time. Right. You can't, you can't like show it from the perspective of the character where it's just the same clip over and over again. Right. You gotta, right. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta reveal yeah, you got to reveal little pieces at a time. You, you or, really just have to show what he changes, what he does differently every yeah, time, yeah. or or you show it in a very quick cut, like the "on your feet, maggot, on your feet, maggot, on your feet, yeah. maggot," like yeah. it, you know, just well, okay. push it through. Which is, the, which is why when, when I say I I would have liked to see someone else make this movie, I would have liked to see John Favreau make this movie okay. because it, there would have been a little bit more of him doing weird things every night like every oh. 10 loops sure. he just right. you know what he just breaks off base and goes to a restaurant you know or what he I mean? shoots like, you know he shoots that guy who kicks him while he's laying on the duffel yeah. bags <laughs> just pulls out a gun and shoot <laughs> well, yes, he doesn't doesn't wake up with a gun but still yeah, yeah. and it, and if john favreau it would have been it would have had to be longer but john favreau would have uh let us know who all these j crew people are would have like given <laughs> them j crew yeah yeah so, 
would have given them something, you know? Yeah, like, they all, they had very little. Control. That is one thing I didn't remember from my first, I've seen the movie, I think this is my fourth time maybe, but the first three viewings, I don't remember the the J Crew being so throwaway. I thought they had a yeah. bigger right. role. Yeah, I thought they Total had a bigger final. part to play. Yeah, yeah. 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 Earlier yeah, on, really too. They're really just there as a distraction. They're there to distract uh, Paxton while Tom Cruise yeah. uses different me- methods to get away. But yeah. you do wonder, like, all right, well, so he goes and he meets the crew. They all eat playing cards. And then there's all this time <laughs> before the next morning when he's jogging, you know, when he's doing yeah. calisthenics in, on, in the morning yeah. or when they get into the uh, the plane and fly off to where um, what's he doing during that time? Like, how come he's not trying right. to right. in the middle of the night do a little escape thing or do do something? Yeah. There, and they don't which, ever show it. And I guess, again, it's like sleight of hand a little bit. We're not really paying attention to that too closely. And it's yeah. and a good filmmaker knows how to make that work, and I think it worked really well here. They don't. Yeah, I never once. Good. I don't think. I can't think of too many times where I stopped and went. Now wait a minute. The only time I really did that was when the the time he wakes up is when he's in the luggage every time laying yeah. out there. On yeah, the he's out on a runway for some reason. Well, how was that chosen that way? Because when he got hit with the alpha and it took a face full of blue goo, right. Um, which is gnarly, by the way. I'll just tell oh, you right now. Gross. That's we the need gross. to come back and talk to that. Thing, talk so about that. Because yeah, it's such really a great gross. effect. So that amazing. was the first time he was conscious. So a day in this in this aspect is the time you wake up to the time you go to bed. So it's not like sun up. Midnight it's, it's, to midnight. Right, yeah, right. It is the last time that he became conscious that okay. he can reset. Okay, if that, is that the case? Because that actually works for me. That, I'm cool yeah, with yeah. that. That was, that was my take anyway. That was my take. Yeah, yeah. I, was, that's what I, was, I was literally thinking, what is his save point and why is it there? Right, right. Um, so a video game. It's exactly how you play video games. It really games. is. Yeah. Yeah. Get good yeah. get good noob. You play an area until right. you get yeah. good. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm forward. not ready for the big boss yet. Let's go right. uh, hit mm. some shrines and get some right. hearts. Yeah. <laughs> so the answer to your what goes on overnight thing is he doesn't fall asleep. He's yeah. so wired and scared and so forth yeah. that he's just up all night. Yeah. Right. I could see and that. That's, and that's the because he hasn't reset, right? Mm-hmm. So could right. he know does he never sleep? because uh, it's only a day, right? It's a day. Yeah, but we do still get a night thing where it's after the um after he rolls away under the Jeep. We get the night thing where the the two guys in J Squad kind of confront him. Oh right, and uh, right. and say, hey, you made us have to do all those push-ups, blah blah blah. That I mean that obviously occurs between the the his arrival and his meeting of J Squad, and before they go out and and fight the next morning. So what what you know does he go through that every night as well after he does the jeep thing, I, or does he just avoid that part of the base? That's I a good just, point. I just really don't think the movie wants to be very clear on on a bunch it of stuff like that. It doesn't need to be really. Yeah, yeah, it, does, yeah. it honestly doesn't need to be. But it'd be it would be interesting to look, like really write down what is what is uh, Cage's quote unquote perfect day to get to the point where right. he and Emily Blunt can kind of take off the next morning, go get a, a nice little right. RV which is, and which go is for exactly, That's exactly what Groundhog <laughs> did to spoil you spoil all of us. Yeah. Is that it gave us the conclusion day. Right? We get to yeah. see yes. him all the fruits of all his labors all come together in one perfect day. Yeah. Well, yes and no, because remember that first time he does that perfect day and he's thinking, all right, I did everything right. And he still wakes up the next morning because he Groundhog Day, he hasn't changed. He's he's done the perfect day. He saved the kid falling out of the tree. He, um, you know, taught so and so how to play or no, he learns how to play piano and makes the the uh, piano teacher's day and right and all this stuff. Um, 
he has his perfect day. He even like uh, you know woos uh, Annie McDowell and gets her to come back to the hotel with her with the, him with him some ice cream and blah blah blah. But it's because he hasn't changed that it still resets the next day, and you feel that like so many steps forward and then so many more steps back. And yeah. I like that this film kind of had a little bit of that. Like he gets pretty mm-hmm. far in a few of those, and you're thinking, all right, this is going to be it. And then, and then there's no, there's no Omega in the bottom of the dam. <laughs> right. I also really liked how hung up he got in the knowing that she was going to die after the helicopter and oh, how yeah. that he, he hinted, he didn't say exactly how long, but he hinted it that he has let that one loop a lot because he yeah, just yeah. didn't want to see her die. And, he's, and in every yeah. scenario she was dying and it made me think, oh man, did he, has he gone like a hundred of these? Is he right. just like... Mm-hmm. Still tremendous like, action sequence, by the way, oh, with really the helicopter good, yeah. coming into mm. the barn. Yeah, it was really good. Wow, I I don't like there were I just uh, I don't even want to go back and look at it. I yeah, just want some of that. Just, you know that Tom Cruise wanted some of that to be real. Whatever parts could be real, it was real. Yeah, and yeah. he wants to do his own stunts. He wants to have uh, practical as many practical effects. There was yeah. arguments over doing CGI exoskeleton suits versus doing practical exoskeleton suits, and obviously. It works so much better when you see him kind of lumbering along, uh, as we mentioned at the beginning, him all tiny in his exoskeleton <laughs> suit, suit compared to everybody else at Jason. It was a major and, choice. Uh, it was a major positive choice in the film. I'm really oh, glad they did for that. Sure. Yeah, yeah, it made a big yeah. difference for me. No, I want to 3D print one of those if somebody would just upload oh, yeah. the bottle. Yeah, no kidding, right? Yeah, somebody could just do the work. Someone do, do the work, work so I can just, print it. Yeah. I want to. I've already done my inventing. So I, I need press to play. I want to. I want to hit, hit play. Right. That's funny. Well, yeah, it. but it's like um, there is a. Re- that's interesting. You bring all this up because I actually think some of the most of the action sequences are extremely cool, and the ones that are a combination of CG because the creatures or whatever uh, are really well meshed with the live action. And I'm not saying you know we've kind of perfected things by 2014 in a, in a relatively real way. Um, you still see improvements today, but. It it all this looked real good to me. Like I, right. none of this, I was like, oh boy, that didn't age very well, or oh, that looks like a green screen, or whatever. And that made me real happy. I didn't get distracted yeah, it's by only, any of what it. nine years, so almost ten years, pretty close now, yeah. right? So, well, you ten yeah. years used to be such a gap, you know. Yeah. Like the yeah. difference between think of the difference between Jurassic Park '93 and 1983. The jump between those <laughs> that decade. This is going to be an interesting time period because movies in the last few years have suffered from what we talked about. Uh, I forget which show we talked about. I don't think our sci-fi special where CGI has kind of taken a dip right now. So we're actually going backwards because the studios aren't willing to front the money and the artists aren't willing to work for free anymore. So yeah. uh, it's going to be an interesting time to come back and look in 2014 and go, oh, that didn't hold up well. That's because... Yeah. It was a few steps back. Yeah, yeah that, there, there yeah. was one thing in this movie where I was like, oh, video game footage. That's not good. And yeah. it was when all the planes are all flying in the sky. And I just right. felt like, oh, I'm seeing – I feel like I'm not seeing enough diversity of how they would look. Yeah. And how they Too would much like, copy paste. Yeah, yeah. It's like watching like a, It's like a Halo sequence or something. Yeah. I could see that. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, you know, still miles above what they could have done. For sure. A oh, decade absolutely. Ago, but, yeah, absolutely. Right. It's just the whole conceit of the movie is that the world would assemble in Dover and right. <laughs> and then go, you know, go over, hop over the channel and attack. Like I said, you know, like shades of World War II, right? right? Right. And I, you know, like you have to show that. You can't just talk about it. You can't have Bill Paxton yell about it. You have to show that. And that's really hard to depict. Yeah. You know? 
I felt a little chick in the bucket with Bill Paxton's character. Um, yeah. Because it just, there was no, in the end, you know, he's fine. He's still a drill sergeant doing what he does and, right. and the, everything's cool now and whatever because of what they did. But he, we don't get any kind of like. That's because he's eventually eclipsed, right? I mean, he's eclipsed by Tom Cruise's character. He becomes uh, unimportant to yeah. the outcome, right? So, yeah. I just would have, yeah. I don't know what I wanted out of it. Maybe just a little grin at the end or something. I don't know. What yeah, I, I know, no. Him yeah. lay on the ground, say word. You did good, boy, or something like yeah. that. You know, just a little, yeah, just a little Can something. I have a trip alert. Yeah, of there? course, those are always available to us. Here we go. <laughs> do Do you have to always talk like a master sergeant? Like, does is it like? Yeah, there, you got to roll never, the play. Um, no. There's never a moment where you're just not. You know, like even even Full Metal Jacket, right? There's right. a moment where uh, Arlie Ernie Arlie is like just yeah. sitting there talking to people like a yeah, normal yeah. human being. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I like it. I like the master Sergeant nonsense where everything's a weird metaphor about dying and glory, but right. man, I'm just like every word, every I mean, line. He, in I some ways, if we would have gotten yeah. more, if we would have gotten more of Bill Paxton's character through the movie, like a later scene when, you know, they're, they're having a drink together and he says, I don't know what you mean about this whole living the same day over and over again, but I guess you're an all right guy cage. Right. That would have been a good son. Oh, I hate it, but I love it. I hate it it so much. (laughs) But yeah, he's kind of, um, he's a stereotype, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I I really like it. I really like his stereotype, and I like that it was Bill Paxton, so I have no complaints. I just just feel like he didn't really get much at the end, and maybe it's because he died later, and I'm just mad that he's not around anymore. I don't know. He really died. I don't know what's going on. Um, You know, Brendan Gleeson doesn't get much in the end. He's he's a little chicken buckety, right? Like, Mm -hmm. he could have... He could have been in that final sequence. This yeah, this right. movie has a huge Hollywood ending. And he could have, you know, like they could have had one last encounter, the two of them, where right, they, right. they actually yeah. say words and stuff. Um, <laughs> the 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 crazy inventor guy, like uh, oh, uh, yeah. Emily Blunt's right hand man, yeah. he could have gotten some sort of conclusion. But, you know, yeah. we ain't got time for that. Ain't got <laughs> we got no time for that. Yeah, it's yeah. It, you're and you, let's talk about the Hollywood ending for a second. Um, mm-hmm. I I'm torn on this. Yeah, this point because if there's any part of the movie that doesn't quite make sense to me, it's that why is him why he why is he waking up to the resolution? I guess I I, I understand. Why is he waking up two days before? You know, I thought about that. Yeah. He's waking up before his meeting with uh, Gleason. Even. Right. Yeah, because that's what I mean. The, Why they don't? They I don't think he. Explain. So exactly. it's like a, it's a nested loop. I thought about this a little bit. It's a nested loop because the alien is looping the days uh, to the point where Tom Cruise is on the helicopter. Right. That's his previous wake up time. So I was like, so it reset before. So it was like one step further back. Right. I was trying the to figure Omega, it out. It's like a nested loop. Go ahead. So, okay. so the Omega and he become intertwined, right? Yeah. Right. And the Omega is, you know, the Omega is so powerful that it uses him looping to learn how to defeat humanity, right? Right. And he's also using that power to try to learn the opposite. So while while he's looping, the the other the other thing is looping too, right? It's a nested loop of some sort. It's like my take on it was in the moment he kills the Omega. Right. And he gains a bunch of a ridiculous bunch of power that he doesn't know what to do with. In that final moment underwater, by the way, right. we, we need to talk about underwater movies. But <laughs> in that final moment where, you know, his eyes go black, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, he, yes. he gets all the power and he decides 
okay, I am going to now go back 72 hours or whatever he, he decided. But then of course, when he wakes up 72 hours previous, he doesn't know right. that he decided. He oh, just has yeah, kind of yeah. A, yeah. Like, you know, all, all the memories of, of the other stuff. Right. Yeah. That's fair. That's a good, uh, I don't know. It just still kind of left me with like, Oh, we're just not gonna. We're just gonna go. We're just gonna. Everything's good. We're, we're, <laughs> we're yeah. not gonna acknowledge this. Yeah, we're just gonna go ahead and move forward. And I do. I do like this concept of he's meeting for her for the first time. Yeah, and because in my mind, I, I see the date after. It's like, okay, I'll have coffee with you. Then they go get coffee, and he tells her what he's done and saw, and she'll go. Me too. I did that same thing. Like, cause she's still been through the three hundred at this point. Sure, she right. did all those loops, so she's not like. She's not like, uh, you know, in Groundhog Day, it's not like Andy McDowell doesn't know anything, even right. in the final loop. Right. But it she is knows, absolutely still. the trope of hero gets a girl. Well, like, for sure. A girl. Yeah. There's your, there's your Hollywood day, just something. Yeah. Right. I guess we don't know if he does. We don't get resolution on whether he does, because she just right. looks up and goes, what do you want? And then he smiles and laughs yeah, and then roll credits. Right. Yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it my chin? Is it my chin? Is that the problem? <laughs> Uh, for those who wonder why we keep bringing up the chin, Ibbett and I've had this conversation for a long time. You're not a big fan of of uh, that kind of chin, but you'll allow it for she's her. She's got a cleft chin. Uh, yeah, she she wears it well, and yeah. uh, uh, she's a, she's a beautiful <laughs> woman. Than most, and uh, yeah, I have no problem with the Emily Blunt chin. Yeah. And what's uh what's your favorite Emily Blunt? Someone give me something. Uh, not a little. Let's strike off Oppenheimer for now. Uh, Sicar- <laughs> I'm seeing it tomorrow morning. By the way. Oh, you I'm are very nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Sicario for me. I love her in that. Oh, darn it! Scott picked uh, mine. Sunshine Cleaning. Oh, also good. Sunshine Cleaning. Didn't have seen that one. You know what? As, that, I, as, yeah. as I've told you, I'm a big fan of the Devil Wears Prada, and she is. She has a choice role in that movie. I've never Can seen I that. Can I come clean? And I, yeah, I was going to say, I've never seen that one either. And I know that's one of those like, you haven't seen the Devil Wears Prada? Yeah. Um, <laughs> people actually make. That's the. Yep. Me either. I get that every time I say that I haven't seen it. People freak out. Yeah. It's Which was weird to me because I didn't know it was yeah. a thing I was required to see, but apparently I'm supposed to see it. <laughs> apparently you are. You're required to see yeah, it. Yeah, she's great though. Like, name something she's bad in. I can't think of anything. I like yeah. the Mary Poppins reboot thing. I thought oh, that was yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah, she was great in that. I like that Mary Poppins thing. And she's so you've seen Mary Poppins Returns. Quiet Place yes. 1 and 2. Amazing. I've seen Mary Poppins Returns. Yeah. Come on yeah. now. Hey, that was you awesome. you Mary Poppins Returns? Let's Dude, that was... <laughs> yeah, that movie's great. Totally worth seeing. But uh, yeah. she she's kind of uh, a presence. Like the, I think I saw her in one of her first roles just recently when I watched that Charlie Wilson's War and uh, came from 07. Pretty sure it was a her first or close to her first American film. And she had only been, she was only in that thing for like maybe 10 minutes. And I, I saw that and went, Oh, they have no idea. They have no idea who yeah. they have here. Yeah. Have she even has no idea at that point. What, what kind of star she's going to become. Yeah. She's awesome. Freaking lover. Yeah. What's that one with, what's the one with, um, uh, Matt Damon. Um, Oh, she's great. Uh, Matt. Hold, Matt on da- hold on. Hold on. Uh, the, the, the I can do this. Uh, the small. What is it? Was uh, what does he do? Uh, Rick, he's no, like a, Is that what you're about to say? There? No, no, he's uh, like a. No, he's like uh, a um uh, ex spy or something. Oh, is it the Adjustment Bureau? Am I thinking of that? Hold on. Mm, yes, yes. You're thinking of it? the Adjustment right. Bureau. I like that movie a lot. <laughs> Not enough to remember the name, but and she was I great like in that. Yeah. <laughs> and that was before all this. That was 2011. So I guess she was. 
Yeah, she was doing. I, right. I, I keep thinking I'm going to do a bonus episode called the Dick List, where it's just everything based on <laughs> Philip K. Dick. Oh, nice. And, uh, oh, it's not where I and, thought you were going to go with that. And Adjustment Bureau it was way up on that list. It's good. It's good. I don't know. I'm, I feel like no one's seen it. I don't mean just I here, have. but like the world. Yeah. Like I feel like yeah. it just got missed or passed over, but it's it's great. I think people probably thought, oh, what is this? Another born or born identity attempt or something? Right. And it wasn't right. that at all. It's very very good. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. Was there any other trivia that was interesting? Oh, uh, Jeremy Piven was in this, but he was only yeah. in it for reshoots, and then they cut the reshoots. So I still don't know what he was or who he was supposed to be. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to know. Like, was he a member of J Squad? Well, probably not, because it'd be really hard to take him out of a role like that and not make it noticeable. So is he? I don't know. Another scientist, or I really would love to know. Yeah, yeah. he seems like he's the type. He's almost like the Cruise character a little bit, like right, kind of a weasel who's yeah, not right. really trying to know, get out of uh, yeah. trying to save his he own ass. He should have been the Mad Inventor. Like that's a really good role for Jeremy Piven, right? Oh, but, yeah, I like that, that British actor who did it though. He's good. Yeah, but I, but I, but uh, I'm with you. Could have, could have filled those shoes. What's that guy's name? I like that him a lot. guy. Is Kick Gurry? Is that right? No, 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 no. Jonas Armstrong. Sorry, yeah, nope. Jonas, not no, Jonas. Yeah. Not any, it's not. <laughs> nope, try again. Try again. No, nope. 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 It's Noah Taylor. Noah it's Taylor. Oh, oh, yeah. Noah Taylor. Okay. Yeah. He's, uh, we've seen him in. Well, we've seen him in Peaky Blinders and Charlie the Chocolate Factory. He's Charlie's dad. But we've also seen him in uh, with Tom Cruise in uh, Vanilla Sky. Vanilla yep. Sky. He's, uh, that's right. He's that's right. tech support for uh, the the thing that uh, Tom Cruise is going through in yeah, that film, yeah. too. Yeah, yep, he was yep. Hitler and on Preacher. We saw him in The Life Aquatic here on right, the show. Right, I forgot he was Hitler. Yes. Almost oh famous. <laughs> he's been in a million things. Yeah. He's great. I never he get tired of that guy. For the size of the cast of this movie, which is tiny, we have seen them so much. This is our 10th Tom Cruise movie. This is our 8th Bill mm. Paxton movie. Oh like, wow! We've seen Brendan Gleeson three times before this. It's really amazing how oh, much these people. Hold on, let's let's have a little Gleeson fun. Um, I'm gonna oh, say yeah. we've seen. I'm not gonna look it up. Uh, oh geez, um, wasn't there a zombie thing he was in? So one of them was a movie that I adore, and the other three of you didn't oh. like at all. Mia Mora, would you adore? <laughs> Tell us. You adored it, and we didn't like it. Yep, that's exactly right. It was a, uh, God, I feel I, like it, that should make it obvious. I can't think of what it would be. Yeah. Episode of Film Sack that lives in my memory because I just felt Retro like Retrograde. <laughs> no, I don't think Brendan Gleeson farted near that movie. Um, yeah. I can't think of what it would be. Uh, uh, he, he plays like the old, intense, like town mayor. Oh, in yeah. The uh, village. Oh, the village. Oh, the village. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't like the village. <laughs> I know. I Believe me, I know. I've heard it. Yeah. I've heard your hate. Yeah. Yeah. I've felt it's it. I've felt your hate. Yeah. The village is, well, whatever. It's, it's not the other, the other two. We, movie. Yeah. The other two we watched quite some time ago. It's AI and Mission Impossible 2. Oh, am okay. I too? Interesting. Oh, we haven't seen Assassin's Creed for this, huh? No. Nope. We should. <laughs> it's like we need to. Feels, feels necessary, doesn't it? Were you just, it? Feeling, it were really you just hopeful that we had? You know, what? Like, you know what? Yeah, I was hopeful that we've already done it and we don't have to do it. <laughs> you know what else? <laughs> Go ahead. 
I, I just want to say our our Bill Paxton list. Like, if you were going to say, if you're going to say, I'm going to sit down and watch eight episodes, listen to eight episodes of Film Sack, or watch the movies, I would say just watch the Bill Paxton list. It's Aliens, Commando, yeah. Predator Two, Stripes, The Terminator, True Lies, Twister. Those are all fun movies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what? You can't go wrong with anything you just listed. Everything in there. That's why I missed the guy. Did he ever do anything stupid? No. Name something. I'm sure he did. Ask for that. Somebody will find it. I'm sure he did. I'm sure there's some horrible film, but I'm just saying. Like, I'm. I have such. I have such strong feelings for that guy. Yeah. I'm looking for his lowest rated film. Give me a minute. Yeah, see what thing. You can in the meantime, there. I'll say that we need to watch Oblivion because I thought that's what we was watching this week. It was the movie in 2013. <laughs> I still have not seen the year before. I still haven't seen Oblivion. I would love to watch it here. They, they, he had two yeah. years, two years running, had the worst names for movies, Oblivion and then Edge of Tomorrow. And I can, I always get them confused and yeah. I could have swore we were watching Oblivion. This so week. Oblivion's, uh, like, oh yeah, him, Morgan Freeman, I think is in that, right? Uh, is Morgan uh, Freeman in that one? I think, yes, he is. He's like he some is. kind of wise desert yeah. dwelling other planet guy or something right right and both of them are kind of I, future spacey kind of things yeah that's the one i always confuse with the um matt damon thing where he oh yeah the on Earth halo planet the, uh, yes exactly <laughs> the planet the ring planet the, or the, yes the, yes oh elysium elysium, elysium. elysium. yeah, yeah. Elysium. i always get oblivion and elysium uh, <laughs> yeah i do too i get those confused too you know what hearing the names back to back i don't blame you <laughs> now, now i'm not even sure i've even seen oblivion i think maybe i've just seen the trailers now i'm <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen Oblivion or Elysium, actually, so I would be down well, for I've both. I've definitely seen Elysium. Okay. Because okay. Elysium was the, uh, um, the Neil Blomkamp thing. It was like his first movie since. Right. It was between Chappie and District 9. Yeah. And I remember going, oh, I should watch that. And then I think the reviews were kind of middling, and I just didn't do it. Yeah. Oblivion seems to be somewhat appreciated. Just, just getting a 7 out of 10 on IMDb. I will and, say this, even though I've not seen the movie, what I have seen of it, I like the look of it. Yeah, they're they're both gorgeous movies, Oblivion and Elysium, and I think that might be what you know why I confuse them because they have a very similar look to them. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, that's the only thing I can. That's the only explanation possible. Two names that have absolutely they could be just the vaguest words. You could just say, yeah, blue. I mean, right? Yeah, so exactly. exactly. <laughs> a they movie so, named Blue. It feels like they have so little to do with what the movie's about. Right. Kind of like yeah. Edge of Tomorrow. Like, give me. Yeah. Uh, the worst uh-huh. example of that, by the way, was changing uh, cop gives waitress million dollar tip to oh, yeah. it could happen to you. <laughs> oh, I hate that. Like, right. Every movie I could forget. happen to you. Yeah. Everything right? could happen to you. That sucks. I didn't know that was the origin of that. That annoys me. Yes, I'm going to go yes. to bed annoyed tonight. I'm not going to. Sorry, I didn't well. need to do that. I, yeah, I did I hold, did my whole day is different. Answer, Randy. Oh, there's so many. It's un, oh. it's unfortunate. I wish I hadn't looked. <laughs> you wish you, you wish this was the, just all like all of the Bill Paxton stinkers. Yeah, um, <laughs> like like some and some of them like a lot of them I've never even heard of. Uh, like like he's got a zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes movie what? in here that I, oh, I've really? never heard of. So I just want to I just want to point out that he. You know, like as I said, he was in Predator Two, and boy, did that movie get low ratings. Yeah, reviews. yeah, yeah. I mean, I it's liked fine. it, like, but yeah, it's funny. It's true. Stupid is dumb. Stupid. I like yeah, it. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. it Sign okay. me up. I mean, and and it also it's a movie that has like Gary Busey. It's like loaded to fail. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Preloaded yeah. to fail. Yeah, I've been. Uh, don't, do yourselves a favor. A favor. I don't know which was the favor though. Either to avoid it or to watch his TikToks. I'm not sure which I'm actually recommending oh, okay. here because he is really out of it now. 
And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He says some weird like he's eating pancakes in one of these videos, and then just goes off. <laughs> you, you think you you believe he's eating pancakes is what you mean to say? Well, you believe uh, he's he, eating pancakes. I'm not even sure he believes it. Like he's saying right. the weirdest things. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what. I'll be glad when we get past this point of of people questioning reality and just everybody can agree on a common reality. I would be glad when we get past that. Yeah, can we get nice. there quicker than later? That'd right, be right. awesome. I'm sick of I'm sick of everybody's fake reality. I'm, I would like to Right. I'm sick of living in the matrix, all right? Yeah. I'd like to objectively this is reality. I would yeah. like that, please. Been here long enough. I think I can kind of tell what's real and what is. Right. <laughs> you know, I was surprised. I was surprised this is only our second Doug Lyman movie. I really thought we oh. we were more up in in Doug Lyman, but no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and in the Doug Lyman What's it's the other? Because what's Doug the, Lyman hasn't really made a bunch of movies that are like notable. You yeah, know? Right. Yeah. Right. How, what's the other one? I don't know the other one that we've seen. Uh, the Born Identity, the first one. Oh, first oh, yeah, okay. Born. Okay. Well, that that was the movie previous to this, right? That came out like was it just like a year or two before? This uh, one? no, the first one was like oh eight or something, wasn't it? Okay. I, my memory's a little iffy on that. I'm not sure. Right. By the, by the way, I am trying to make it so that we wrap up hot action movie summer with the third Born movie, so we oh, can good. we can put a thank you. Right. Uh. Thank the, you for your work. I was gonna say. I wasn't gonna say. <laughs> uh, I had a thing. I was gonna say. What was it? Ugh, I hate when I have a thing. Oh yeah, oh, Doug Lyman. We were talking about Doug Lyman and me and Randy get off. Oh, I know what I was gonna say. Movie. The guy, the right, get up right, maggot yeah. guy. I thought this whole movie until the end was Tony Todd. I thought it was okay. him. Uh, really? Yeah. Really? Yep. I went. I even had stuff written down. They didn't, in show, my, they didn't show him very well, right? They never really like got a good look at him. He's they just like constantly. Mm-hmm rolling past him he's so quick right the only time you get him is in the initial uh right. path when they when he actually talks with uh paxton they do kind of the handoff of uh of right. cruise but all the rest of the time he's there just to, to kick now. tom you say, say that line and gtfo yep. yeah and the is, whole time i'm like is. writing jokes about how he's going to shoot bees out of his mouth and i was going to do it for the show <laughs> oh they're going to love this i'm hilarious yeah and then i'm like wait a minute is that really <laughs> tony todd guy. and i looked it up and it's like no that oh, looks no. like tony todd 20 years ago but it ain't tony todd yeah. it's terrence maynard yeah um, we oh, previously maynard. saw him on reign of fire yeah oh really and i love Rain he of fire. is currently artorius on the witcher series oh <laughs> i've seen him in there before well, look at that He's great. I'm just saying, when there's a Tony Todd um, uh, biopic, hire that guy. Right. Because yeah. apparently I will believe it. I can't even find him in the credits. Yeah. yeah. This movie could have done with a little more stunt casting. Like that guy, like that character that just screams at Tom Cruise a few times, that right. could have been somebody notable. Like yeah. really, Tommy, really Tommy, The dropship pilot? Is that what you're talking about? That could no, have no, been no the guy we're talking about. The guy who Oh, this Tom guy. Okay, yeah, this guy. Okay. The, the guy that kept, kept yelling... Get up, maggot. Get up, maggot. On your feet, maggot. Yeah, on your feet, I don't feet, know maggot. why I, I always want that. I just want a little bit more stunt casting. Like, make one of the J-Squad Patton Oswalt. Just, like, give me some, you know, something that I that really makes me blink. Yeah, you know? right. I guess so. I, I For some reason, I thought they were kind of like that, but it's been a while, so I couldn't remember who they cast as these J-Squad people. In my head, they were people that were kind of... I only accept great J-Crew. I'm sorry. But you J- know, you're okay, J-Crew. J-Crew. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I, sh- I read. The, I read my writer. I should have paid attention to what right, I said. Right, right. Small print. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, like it, it's. Um, I don't know. Like whatever. This movie's supposed to focus on these two characters, and they did a good job of doing that. They did a great job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It it's just fun. really good. I I just don't have a ton of criticism for it. I find it really we, entertaining. It, it's just got the only problems it has are really the problems that you would have in any time loop movie. That's just 
all it really has. Yeah, and then this one has less than usual, so it's like even yeah. hard to criticize it on that level. So you know, I'm trying to think of a bad time loop movie other than Loopers. Is there one that we that comes to mind? It's not, not, it's not a time fine. loop movie. It's, it's not, not a time loop. loop. Or, well, it's called well, Looper. Take that back. It kind of is, right? Because it's got one massive time loop that only yeah, Bruce yeah, Willis yeah. is. Yeah. No, it's not even a loop though, because he only experiences it once. That's true. It's just a time travel. It's, it's just time, a bad time travel. It's movie. bad time yeah. travel. Yeah. And yeah, I'm trying to think of a bad time loop movie. I mean, there's probably some stuff that we've seen. I know there was a, a thing that took place on a in an office building called 1201 that okay. got a lot of attention because it was the first sci-fi thing to do this after Groundhog Day, but I don't remember seeing it. I think it was made for TV. Was it good? But I'm sure there's some bad time loop movies made out there. TV. Yeah. Television? Well, since we've autom- we've made you the time loop experts, your job now to find it all. I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, find yeah. one. Madeline's yeah. was, was kind of kind of that and kind of bad yeah because it was basically a couple invents a time machine but at the same time every day the woman who goes into the time machine reappears causing more and more multiple copies of herself to exist on earth and they have to kill every single one as soon as she comes out so it's (laughs) it's a time machine time loop movie and basically it sucks at both (laughs) i remember i remember that i've seen source code and i didn't like it but i don't remember why source code's the um jake gyllenhaal yeah bowie jr never did that um i don't yeah i don't remember if i've seen it either uh the train he's on a train or something Yes, that's right. He has to keep the train from from uh, exploding. exploding. Yeah. yeah, and it's your Warcraft director guy. Um, can't Ray, his Duncan, name. Duncan Duncan Jones. Jones. Yeah, Duncan Jones. I mean, I feel like he's had. We all like Duncan Jones, but I feel like he's had a little bad luck since Moon. You know, yeah. Moon was like this yeah. breakout, and then you're like, okay, now what's next? And you're like, oh, mm-hmm. it's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not the worst thing you'll ever see. That's my Dunaway voice. <laughs> That's not the worst. I mean, he's, uh, you know, I watched he's, a dog take a crap this morning in my front yard. So. That's a movie. You know, he's working Bar. on a he's working on a movie of the comic Rogue Trooper. Oh, uh, oh, wait, that's a that's a comedy. Yeah, there's a comic. Oh, there's oh. a comic book. Oh, comic Rogue book Trooper. Rogue Trooper. I haven't heard of that. I'm oh. sorry. I'm sorry. The comic book is called 2000 AD. The movie oh, okay. is called oh. Rogue Trooper. Oh, oh my god, just use, just the use Judge good Dredd. names. Uh, that's the comic that Judge Dredd appeared yeah, in, so it's, yeah, it's a continuation exactly. of that comic. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But not so Why much on the Dreads? Great names. Not necessarily, like it's Judge Dredd universe, but not necessarily oh, featuring Judge Dredd. I'm right. into that, dude. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's a really fun world. They, and the Dredd, Dredd was great. I've loved Dredd, the, the newer one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the old one kind of sucked, but the 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 comic has always been amazing, and the great thing about the comics is they don't just focus on the judges. Right, there's all sorts of shit in that world, and that that's whole world very is, cool. Yeah, it's an effed up world, and it's great to see like great world building in the whole in the whole thing. Yeah, you got and me Duncan Jones now. is gonna he's on pace to make a movie every six years, <laughs> and <laughs> and I guess they're not, they're never gonna be huge. They're just gonna be like, oh, that's cool, and then you wait six years. Yeah, that could right. be huge for me. <laughs> But that, but I realize huge for me isn't huge for the you know for it's not Barbie huge. My huge is different here. Oh yeah, it's no big Barbie. I mean no. No, who's big? No one's no one's got no. big Barbie money. No, no one's got that. No. I, uh, this I movie, by just, the way, speaking of years, was set in the year two thousand. Uh, this film. 
or 20, I'm sorry, not 2000, 2020. 2020 yeah. yeah. 2020. Yeah. <laughs> like, like well, pandemic, about- giant aliens, yeah, about the same thing. Yeah. It's not really that different, <laughs> I guess, in the end. Uh, I really like, I really would prefer it if they would say, like, overtly say, uh, you know, the day after tomorrow, like in the near future, in right. the near future, this is the, where this is set because, like, you can you can get away with saying uh, all of this cool tech, all the mech tech, all the weird, the flying machines and stuff. Right. Like we we got it from the aliens, right? right? Like right. we mm-hmm. we made we suddenly advanced oh. because they showed up. Te- yeah. Technology, whether we like it or not, technology makes huge leaps forward based on how active we are in the military, right? Military tech always. Yeah. Whether you know, we like it, it or not. Yeah. Whether so, we like yeah. it or not. Yeah. That's where it comes. It, it, that's where it amplifies pushes the it. advancement and probably cuts out a lot of testing. It's like, yeah, <laughs> like exactly. That stay on when you, you got, fall out of You're right. Truck. You got, you got a whole society of people that you can just pull from and go, we need some tests. Subjects, come on, get here, in here. Yeah, here's the, here's war. The, we got to do it. We got to come on. Right. Here's the truth. The industrial war, industrial complex thing. Military industrial right. complex and porn are the two biggest drivers of yeah, technology. Yeah, that's the, no, <laughs> nobody's fa- faster to embrace a new technology uh, when it comes to multimedia than the porn industry. No, right? It's like, yeah, oh, what well, I got? Yeah, VR, got some Blu-rays. Yeah. We're yeah. first. We got your VR right here, baby. You want right. uh, you want some three sixty video? Actually, I guess I don't know how those would innovate. Nobody's using that for anything else. But. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's interesting. I, you but, know, but somebody's we, uh, writing some serious AI porn right now. I don't know where it's going on. Oh, I'm sure geez. it's behind the scenes, but I'm sure it's well, AI has already started writing AI porn. We just haven't right. found it yet. Yeah, yeah. As soon as it gets through doing this business, it'll uh, it'll everybody it'll know. let us know. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Could we uh, talk about uh, a potential sequel of? Uh, yeah, there's talk of, 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 of soon the day the day after the edge of tomorrow. It's, yeah, it's, okay. uh, edge of sequel. die, repeat and repeat. Yeah, repeat. Uh, <laughs> so I guess I guess Emily Blunt's been pining, like pushing for it. She wants it. Um, yeah, I don't know where Tom Cruise's head is at. Probably he'd be cool. Yeah. I guess I don't know. They got plenty of more story. I mean, there's plenty of story left. Well, what do they do? I mean, do they do the aliens invade again? And so they kind of have to. Well, I mean, they surely didn't kill. Well, the war is still going on, so surely they didn't kill all of them. They've just found a way. To eliminate no, this, but it's right? the Omega is destroyed. The single, is the it, one alien that controlled everything. Did it? Did it not turn out another one somewhere? Well, have you never there, seen aliens? they wouldn't. They there's wouldn't have turned out another. There's got to be another Omega on another planet or on their home planet. Yeah, they they said gotcha. that's one of the things they said. They said they're that's how they propagate. They propagate throughout the universe doing this. So yeah, they're like the Borg. They're going to show up again. No, right? think think All of right, it as Starcraft. So. It's like okay, here's an Overlord. Well, if you kill that one, there's always some. There's always other ones. Like right. So sure. I mean, yeah, and you can always just. Justify a sequel. Screenwriters yeah. really, I mean, really good at coming up with reasons for sequels. I'm just, I, I just couldn't help thinking I don't want Tom Cruise. Really, like Tom Cruise, because Tom Cruise, what in this movie he does this very specific thing that's comedic and he, yeah. he it has a ton of character development. And I just, I, I never wanted to see the Luke Skywalker from the books, where he's like the most powerful being in the right, galaxy. Right. I never wanted to see that in movies. You know what I'm saying? Like I, yeah. I, I just I'm with I don't you, know. but I definitely want a cameo. I definitely want Tom. Well, Cruise here's to show up. here's what it'll be. Here, uh, here's a prediction right here from me, and and uh, let's hope my prediction does not come true. Uh, <laughs> it'll be uh, the child of uh, of Cage mm-hmm. and Rita that mm-hmm. nice. uh, yeah, oh, that's out fighting shit. in the trenches on another planet. His yeah. name will be John Connor. This time we're taking. <laughs> he'll get the right. right. He'll get the ooze in the face. And this uh, time we're taking me. a fight to them. Oh, I really right. hope I can't it wait. isn't that. 
I hope what you oh, just I, described I is that. not. No, you do not want it to be that. I promise no, you. you don't. I've seen Starship that. Troopers. I want. To, I want that. I mean, look, I like yeah. Starship Troopers. Have we seen that here? Oh my God, yes! Yeah. It's like a pillar of film sack, yeah. right? It's you right. like it, yeah. I'm just making sure because sometimes I mean we always assume we did. I certainly assume we did. We, we have, did. we definitely. absolutely have. There is uh, sometimes I'm like maybe no. There is no question in my mind, absolute 100. percent We've done that. that we've yeah. done that. You're sure of it. Wouldn't it be funny if we oh, didn't? What I'm 100 percent <laughs> sure. And if you tell me anything else, I'm just going to quit life because yeah. there's no sense in moving that, on. That'll be the end of that. It was Filmsack 142. Oh, okay, right. early then. And it was 11 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Wow. wow. I told you, so, you guys are in my loop. <laughs> according to uh, whatever this website is, Christopher McQuarrie actually told Collider that back in 2015 that they have an idea for the sequel already locked and loaded. Oh. So it's, Ooh, and then he said, yeah. uh, Doug Lyman says, writer, uh, told IGN, yeah. that, uh, he says, it's going to revolutionize how people make sequels. Oh, really? And oh, then he yeah, let it yeah. slip that it's a sequel that's also a prequel. Oh, shit. Ah, there you go. There you go. There's a, there's some writer right now uh, in a picket line, just thinking thinking about it, thinking about it. Right. So, yeah, somebody in a picket line doing like, a screenwriting tri- treatment yeah. on their uh, iPhone while they're yeah. Uh, well, they, they're not writing; phone. they're just thinking about it because that would be against the against the rules. So yeah, they're just thinking about it. Yes, yeah, you right, can yeah. only think. Um, I yeah. l- I would love a sequel. I won't lie; I yeah. think it'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Even if they screw it up, let's try. Give it a try. You know, yeah. I'm not precious about this to that to that point where I'd say don't. Oh do no, it. this is. I don't think is anybody precious about this movie. I mean, I, mean, I like it a lot. Like, they ruined it, the lore. I like yeah. it a lot. I don't think it's like that though, where it's like there are tons right. of people. It's who not are untouchable. Yeah. There, yeah, there are a lot of people out there who are precious on the overall point. Like we we hear all the time from like listeners who are like, I don't want sequels. I want hollywood to make something new they like they're, they're come very, up with original ideas yeah people say that but they don't want nobody's asking to get rid of empire strikes back are they nobody's asking right for right. you know avengers uh uh end game to go away like yeah the, you what you Marketing want is good content you don't care yeah like this idea that sequels are the worst that's the problem with hollywood f off you love sequels yeah. and they're only Mar- a- marketing yeah marketing is very expensive it's a it's a large part of a budget and if you can if you can el- eliminate that or bring it way down, I mean, it was marketing for Barbie, but was it really marketing for Barbie that really oh went to gosh. the edge, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was a I, lot, a lot of bar, a lot of Barbie was really smart marketing. I give them that, right? Yes, yeah. but I, I just love that they, of mouth too. they yeah. wrapped a Malibu mansion in pink. I love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they went pretty nuts with it. The only thing close to this, funny enough, is a video game. I think about the the marketing budget uh, behind Diablo Four was insane to me. How right. much there was going on with that game before they launched it, and I think it worked. Like I think it was successful at what it did, and it got lucky with a few things, like the fires from Canada were all over New York, or the smoke anyway. And so, and that sign, that big ominous sign with Lilith on it, going across the city, just looked cool. So sometimes you get lucky with that, but I I think a movie can be both good and over market. You know, market crazy. I think it's right. okay. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's a consideration right. though. That's one of the reasons why sequels, it's, it's a known commodity. You can go, okay. Uh, good point. You yeah. got a built in base is what, I'm, yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah. A big part of Top Gun Maverick's success was right. that when they just played the first note of the Top Gun theme in a commercial, yeah, yeah, you knew exactly. Like, and that was a song that was made 35 years ago. You know, yeah. you yeah. knew yeah. exactly what to expect. Yeah. I think the Indiana Jones, the new one, which didn't do that great. The song, the music used in those trailers was clearly a, a, an arrangement of that Indiana Jones theme to evoke your 
childhood and make you go, oh, shit, I'm right. going. Of course I'm going. Yeah. I'm going to see that movie. And I, can I get a, a punctuation on Indiana Jones and uh, Dial of Destiny? Like, Scott, for because it was a big deal to you back in May. Like, how. how I was very was excited. It? I did not see it yet. Oh, you didn't? Oh, no. you haven't seen it yet. No. Oh, no. Yeah. no. Oh, I saw it. it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Enjoyed it as well. it. Everybody yeah. I've talked to enjoyed it. I've never heard any yeah. rave about it, but I've heard they enjoyed it. That's, that's exactly an, what your expectation yeah. That's enough be. for me. And it's on mm-hmm. pl- uh, Disney Plus in like a week or something. So, yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. There you go. I think I'll get it there. I mean, just well, at this yeah. point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're going to find it in theaters, let alone. I think it's still yeah, out there, some, isn't it? Some podump Dollar Tree uh, movie. <laughs> yeah, Dollar yeah, Tree the Dollar Tree theaters, yes. <laughs> right. exactly. I, they, did you guys have a Dollar Tree, or Dollar Tree, a Dollar Theater Dollar growing G- up that you would go to all oh, the yeah. time? So did we. Oh, we loved it. We still have one. We talked yeah. about is it only a dollar Somebody, still? Uh, or they some go pissed up? off uh, ex-employee threw a uh, deer carcass. Uh, <laughs> like basically, they propped open the exit door one night when they were cleaning on their last day. Um, then left out the front door. Then drove in with a deer carcass, threw it into the uh, uh, into the theater, and just let it sit there over a long weekend. Where that theater, they knew mm-hmm. that theater wasn't going to get used for any any shows. And um, nice. Uh, maggots buried themselves into the carpet, into the uh, wow. uh, some of the cushions of the chairs, and apparently at one point, like as soon as they, this is this is what my friend Liz told me because she worked there. Yeah. <laughs> they turned <laughs> on the projector, a hundred thousand flies all flew oh. to the light of the. <laughs> of the projector. Oh my gosh! Can God. you imagine that? The stench and everything. Yeah, I mean, let you're, me out. It's worse than just firebombing the place. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That's like the time we gave uh, laxatives to a cat and put it in my friend's car in the, in the summer. That was, I, oh, I still, geez. I think I'm going to, at some point in my life, karma is still going to pay me back for that. I can't believe yeah. we did that to that poor guy. But yeah, that's horrible. That's awful. And all those yeah. flies. So yeah, we did have a dollar theater. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a great legendary story, though, to tell. Yeah. Is it still yeah. there? Do you know? Yeah, it's go? called the, it's it's uh, used to be the Elvis Cinemas. They rebranded all of the uh, dollar theaters out here to be the the Elvis Cinemas. I don't know why. Uh, weird, weird. Yeah. Not a great track record for that name, but uh, <laughs> Elvis Cinemas. Weird. Elvis Cinemas, but I I don't know what they're called now. But I'm pretty sure it's some new privately owned deal. I was gonna say you probably need rights, but probably not. It's just a name, I guess. Everyone, yeah. There's a lot of people named Elvis Costello. Yeah. Elvis, Elvis Costello didn't need it, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Alright, well, may that deer never be forgotten. No. Or <laughs> maybe exactly. forgotten. Or please. forgotten. Oh, yeah. Maybe maybe that is the preferred, yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
let's never exactly. forget to do clips. We're going to do some now. Uh, these are clips for this film, and uh, I'm going to play them. That's how this works. So here goes. Listen to this clip. This first one <laughs> is some early Brendan Gleeson. Operation Downfall. The entire might of the UDF invading from France, the Mediterranean, Scandinavia, relieving pressure on the Eastern Front, allowing the Russians and Chinese to push the enemy back. We all meet in the middle, exterminating this mimic scourge along the way. A lot of good soldiers are going to die tomorrow, Major. Wow. Deep, dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some heavy stuff there going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, here's, how, here's nervous Tom Cruise. He seems very nervous. I just inspired millions of people to join your army. And when the body bags come home and they're looking for someone to blame, how hard do you think it would be for me to convince people to blame you? I'd imagine that general would prefer to avoid that are you blackmailing me boy are you blackmailing me now blackmailing me lucky charms uh, you can't blackmail me all right here's Let me uh, walk you out uh not a fresh recruit can i help you sir where the hell am i sergeant forward operating base Heathrow. you just came in with the fresh recruits do i strike you as a fresh recruit no sir you do not <laughs> no sir <you> not <laughs> he's great He's all about that talk. Here's another one of him. Haven't you heard? We're T-minus all-ass H-hour. All-ass H-hour. Yeah. What was he from? Like- Science Hill, Tennessee or something? Or Kentucky? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Science Hill. You, you remember Kentucky? Science Kentucky. Hill, Kentucky. Yeah, I think it was Kentucky. That's what he said. Uh, some tip of the spear business. Tip of the spear. Edge of the knife. Crack of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Cracking my ass. Okay, sure. Uh, two girls, same time joke. I've never been in one of these. Yeah, well, I've never been with two girls at the same time before. But you can bet when that day comes, I'll make it work. <laughs> <laughs> leave it. Leave it to the Australian. A little dirty, dirty-minded yeah. Australian. Uh, let's see. Oh, this, 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 this guy. On your feet, maggot. We got to hear him a lot. Yeah, a lot. On your feet, maggot. Here's all the maggots. On your feet, maggot. Maggot, maggot, I'm trying to be nice to you, maggot, and I move. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Underrated, that guy. Yeah. yeah. Underrated. Yeah. Wow, this is the second to last clip. I didn't get a lot of clips, as you noticed, because this movie mm-hmm. didn't have a ton of, like, quirky dialogue. It was just, like, was pretty straight ahead, you know? Right, right. But here's Tom Cruise yeah. yelling, son of a bitch. Son of a bitch! I just like... <laughs> <laughs> I like when he gets loud. There's something funny about his voice when he gets loud. Yeah. In general, doesn't matter the movie. Son of a bitch! Anything he's in, just funny. Yeah. All right, I got a final clip here. This is um, this is interesting. No one ever asks Ibbett's prom dates from the '80s. Aww. How they did? Like, how did they feel hmm. about the date? How did it go? Well, many know? of them can't be found. Right. I've. <laughs> I mean, don't look under the. Baseboards is all I'm saying. <laughs> so this one finally did. There's a bit of a bit of a confessional about how the date went. And when asked, this is what she said. I remember every detail. I remember everything. So I don't need to talk about it. Wow. You re- you yeah. really left a scar yeah. on her, you know? Uh, I know the one who, who said that too. And I, she was just nervously uh, smoking a cigarette during that interview. <laughs> <laughs> Can you blame her? Can you blame Hands her? Hands shaking. Yeah. Yeah. Makes Let's sense to me. bring that up again. Never... All right. It's checklist time. By the way, that little musical sequence there is from Mission Impossible 1. 
So oh. ironic oh. that we're talking about a Tom Cruise movie today. Uh, here we go. Let's uh, get to the... Oh, shit. I've lost it. Hold on a second. Here it is. The Film Sack <laughs> Checklist. I miss Bill Paxton. Check. 2014 CG that holds up pretty well. Check. And always put Brendan Gleeson in charge. Check. Uh, Star Trek so, Connections. Got to be some. I hope it's Gleeson, but I don't know. I don't know who it would be. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, no one in the small cast of this movie <laughs> appeared in like any Star Trek stuff. Yeah. However... A whopping 11 members of the crew for this movie also worked on Star Trek Beyond. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Also, in addition to those 11, I'll just name three people real quick. Uh, Matt Middleton was the visual effects supervisor on this movie and the art director for Star Trek Discovery. Mm, Uh, Jason Wasserman was assistant editor here and also assistant editor on Star Trek Nemesis. And Pete Romano was responsible for underwater camera work in this movie. Ah, And was also the underwater director of photography for Star Trek The Reboot. And Hmm. I don't remember it having an underwater scene. (laughs) Star Trek or this? I'm just going to have to watch Star Trek The Reboot again. I wonder how that works anyway. (laughs) 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 All right, welcome to day one uh, underwater (laughs) training. Uh, First up, hold your breath. All right, good. Uh, We'll break. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Try to face the camera while you're underwater. <laughs> I'm trying right. to remember that too. I guess I don't remember that either. What underwater sequence? Yeah. Oh, you know what? Didn't this, didn't the Enterprise? Space, no, I thought the Enterprise like crash landed somewhere and then they it flooded. Didn't that's it? In, that's in the second one. Oh, yeah, I don't. If you're know. gonna simulate space, there's a couple ways to do it. Either got to get in the pool, mm-hmm. or you gotta, or you gotta go in those zero gravities, or you gotta vomit comet. Yeah, right. Yep. Or bad CGI. Which you gonna choose? Bad well, CGI. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I watched the behind the scenes hair dryer, the, slow motion hair dryer. Yeah. Oh, did you guys watch? Did you guys watch any of the Strange New Worlds stuff? Yeah, the, yeah uh, behind uh, the scenes. Yeah. Oh, I haven't watched the behind the, the scenes. Watch, the Will I watch, I watch every Ready Room. I watch yes. every mm. clip. Yeah. Oh, it's so good how they did some of the stuff from this this season. It's so good. That's Ready cool. Room. We just finished uh, episode five. Yeah. Oh, we're going to Ryan, start it this hurry. weekend. Oh my gosh, you're <laughs> I'm savoring this. Yeah. Yeah, I don't blame you. I wish I, I could go back and savor it. And mm. also I'd go a lot faster if I didn't just pause the screen every time uh, Nurse Chapel is on yeah. screen. You you're all about the nurse chapel, are you? I oh my gosh, yeah. she is yeah. uh she is, she is the alpha and the omega. There you go. She's <laughs> hilarious. She's got uh, quite a storyline going into the last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure good stuff. Hey, Dunaway, where'd you get 2006 uh, Tom Cruise hit Vanilla Sky for six ninety nine? Where'd you get that? Oh, that was a, that was a previously <laughs> viewed blockbuster uh, drop that dropped at the local thrift store that I picked up uh, this past week when y'all were talking about it earlier. I was like, oh, I got to take a picture yeah. of that. But it wasn't really six ninety nine, oh. was it? Oh no, no, it was it was literally a quarter. Oh, okay, that's wow. the reason why I have two Princesses Bride because you may be looking above that and going, why does he have two oh. Princess Bride? Yeah. Oh, I like show. the fact that you 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 kind of did the I have two princesses bride. Yeah, like, I like brides. Yeah. AirPods Pro. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so I got I got two of those, and you may be asking, but it look exactly the same. That's what I thought too. The the clamshell box on the outside looks exactly the same. They're all numbered exactly the same. But when you open them, the tapes are different, completely different tapes. I'm like, oh, is there anything different here? I'll find out for fifty cents. Yep. So wow. we'll see. 
Yeah. All right. Okay. I admire your weird experiment. Truly. Right. Yeah, Follow me a... on TikTok for more stupid ass VHS stuff. Yeah. Right. Less about the money and more about the time. Yeah. Like yeah, it means yeah. you have to watch yeah. Princess Pride twice. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pretend and, like I'm in a I mean, loop. Not that it's not a bad movie, but yeah. <laughs> you have two TVs side by side so you yeah, can say, I do. Oh, this one. I got I've got that. two I've got two 13 inch TV VCRs that I can pop them in both at the same time and hit play. Fantastic. <laughs> nice. Oh my god. Please please record up a few minutes of that experience. <laughs> Uh, soundtrack grade this week. I give uh, this thing a G for pretty great. I think it's good, yeah. real, yeah. real intense. And I don't know who did it. Randy usually know. Do you know who did it? Did you know Randy? I, <laughs> I do. I just got a, far away from from where his that, even, even though you do that. the same thing every every time. Yeah, <laughs> and it's right. very predictable. Yeah, I didn't see it coming. No. Yeah, uh, it was. Uh, this is uh, this the is time music loop. by Christoph Beck. Oh, I've never heard and, of him. But is he? Is, do I know him? Something big or something else? Um, because this gets, was he gets these, he get he gets these really big, uh, like musicals. Yeah. So like he he gets the composer credit for Frozen. You know. Oh. Um, okay. Like he right before that got the composer credit for the 2011 Muppets. Like he's oh. okay. he's he's that guy. He he's does, a megastar. I got you. Megastar. Yeah. Christoph. Oh. I kind of wish my name was Christoph. Go ahead. Sure. Do you really? Saying, do you wish jealous. that? Why do you wish Christoph that? Christoph Dunaway. I don't know. It's just such a sexy name. Christoph. Christoph Waltz. Mm-hmm. Like that? Yes. Christoph. This is yeah. my friend Django. Django. Well, not if you say it like that. Oh, all right. <laughs> Let's say you have I'm to just, say it. I was just looking, looking through my score collection, and he composed the music for Hot Tub Time Machine. And I'm like, what? why do I even have that? I guess I need to listen to it wow. again. Wow. Really? Be good. <laughs> that is weird. Be good. Another thing I've never seen. Either yeah, of them. It's fun. Um, and dirty, right? Nice and dirty. Is that the deal? Yeah. Uh, it's typical. It's, I don't think it's Apatow, but it's Apatow level yeah. blue. It's your uh, raunchy yeah. uh, R-rated comedy deal. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so let's see here. Social media post time, everybody. Hope you're ready for this. You guys have to sum this up in 280 characters or less. And uh, I'm feeling a little saucy. So we're going to start this week with Randy. <laughs> Edge of tomorrow. Dying with your men, you can try again. Want some big biceps? Just do baby steps. Don't take off one day. Never try swordplay. Don't need the vaccine. What does roguelike mean? Hmm. Don't you call in sick? Middle tooth is ick. (laughs) (laughs) Ding, zing, bing. That was great. Seeing at the end. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Got you real, real good and hard. Uh, now now done away. Your turn. Oh, okay. Edge of tomorrow. Like some hot and sweaty upward facing dog yoga in a claw machine blender. We got to go. No, we got to go now. Hashtag fighting the spaghetti and meatballs. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to watch this and not think of spaghetti now. Thanks a lot. Heck no, you yeah. not. It's your yeah. fault. Brian Ibbett. Edge of tomorrow. From the Alpha to the Omega, this is a much beta fi- oh. sci-fi movie. Both of those are uh, Greek letters, too. Than Tom Cruise has ever made. <laughs> Hashtag, it's geek to me. I like the explainer in the middle. That's my yeah, that was my yeah, best. That was good. It. I spelled it P-S-I. I, even in right. my notes, I spelled it P-S-I-P-H-I, sci-fi. Nice. Nice. I like it a lot. Uh, we're, we're watching this movie yesterday, and the very first time Tom Cruise wakes up, not, not the first time he wakes up, the first time he loops Right, right. He right. dies with the terrible face burning. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. And then he wakes up on the tarmac, and he, everything's fine. My kid yelled 
It's a roguelike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not that wrong. Like, not wrong yeah, at well, all. It is. Kind of is. Um, all right. Let's move on to the alternate titles. These were just handed to me. You can even. Here's proof. Right here. I have this paper. Uh, this was almost called Edge of Good Title Selection. Uh, <laughs> they changed that to oh, uh, On Your Feet, Mag. It was nearly the name of the, of the film. But they changed their mind there as well. And we got what we got. Uh, let's do an email. We got an email here from, um, let's see, uh, Pete from Austin. His question is, why is Hank Azaria always trying to steal my wife? This was the subject <laughs> of his email. Okay. <laughs> This is true. So he says, during your last episode on Mystery Men, you were trying to recall a movie with Hank Azaria in which he was trying to steal yeah. somebody's wife. Along Came Polly was the film, but the yeah. whole time I was thinking you might be referencing Run, Fat Boy, Run, where Simon Pegg is trying to win uh, Thandie Newton back from Hank Azaria. Right. I highly recommend you sack this movie if it ever comes up to streaming services. And what grossed Scott out the most moment is absolutely in the trailer. Um, I haven't seen it, so I'd have to look. I also had a, uh, sorry, I had fun little story about the song All Star. You know, get your oh, game yeah. on. How do, you, how do you sing it again? I'm never doing it again. Somebody once told me. That's how it goes. Shrek kicks open the, the outhouse and you're on your way. <laughs> right. yeah. I was a contestant in a trivia round at my school where they played a snippet of that song and you had to correctly place the movie. All Star was one of the oh. snippets and I wrote Mystery Men on my board. Uh-huh. The trivia master and all the other teachers in the room Wanted to count that wrong since I what? didn't write Shrek uh, like all the other contestants did. I had to pull up the music video for All Star <laughs> in a room full of grown adults to prove myself. I did end up winning the trivia event. Thanks for yes. the Yes, that is why you are a pro. Well done. Yep, love yes. it, love it. I knew you'd like this story, Abbott. I was just oh, like, I love it. Bringing that a trivia the, victory that story. Is like, oh, because contraire. I would one hundred percent do that. I'd be oh. like, yep. uh, hold uh, time out, everybody. Yep. Let me pull this up. Yeah, we're going. We're looking. Tell at me where the trivia master uh, uh, touched you, Ibit. Boy, you got. <laughs> By the way, don't some anger. Don't do trivia questions like this if you're not going to look to see what the multiple answers are. Yeah, I better yeah. vet it. Yeah, you better vet your answer. Like what? What movie featured "Everybody Wants to Rule the World" by Tears for Fear? You know what? You're gonna you're gonna have to have 14 allowable answers. Yeah, yeah right, exactly. right. By the way, my nickname for Eddie Vetter is "Better Vet It." I call him that. Ah, better Vet It. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, Pete from Austin, that's an awesome email. Thank you so much for it. Filmsack at gmail.com is where you do it. We also got a quick voicemail from somebody about language barriers. Hello, Filmsack. Scott, Randy, Brian. Brian. Hmm? It's calling because uh, you guys were discussing six, in 65, or in the movie 65, the language barrier and oh, yeah. uh, talking about movies that also use that kind of as a device or whatever. And you know, a lot of people go back to Enemy Mine, and I know you guys also mentioned, you know, um, uh, Fifth Element and whatnot. But mm. nobody ever talks about Hell in the Pacific, which I don't know if you guys have seen, but it's a like a 1968 movie with uh, the great legendary Toshiro Mifune and Lee Marvin, uh, mm. where they are uh, Japanese and American soldiers that are stranded on an island together. I don't know whether you guys have seen it. If not, maybe you can sack it. Uh, I haven't seen it in a long time, but it's a great movie, and it just yeah, it almost seems like the prototype for Enemy Mine. Anyway, love yeah. the show. Um, keep up what you're doing. Uh, Shut up, Scott. Bye. Dunaway, you are right over there. It's like a rapper uh, being a guest star in a CSI. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is, yeah. So this is, uh-huh. so yeah, so yeah, yeah, so 
People do this to us when they're listening to our podcast. People talk back to the podcast. Yeah. I do the same when you send in voicemails. I do yeah. the same exact thing. This is, what, this is how you sound. Man. No, I, I love it. I think right. I, don't stop. Don't stop doing that. Yeah, this isn't a complaint. Um, but yeah, that's a good. That's a good. That's a good comparison. I've yeah. never heard of this movie. It sounds great though. I love Lee yeah. Marvin. It's. I mean, obviously, it's old, so we're gonna have some old school techniques yeah. going on, but. I mean, whatever. I feel like I've seen it. Like it's like yeah. one of those movies that your dad had on VHS back in the day and yes. watched occasionally, or mm. something like that. I don't know. It just feels familiar. What do you call it? Uh, I've seen it. Hell in the Pacific. Hell, yeah, hell, hell in the Pacific. The Pacific. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna yeah. write that down. Seems good. And look, that that trope of like, I don't understand you. You don't understand me. We got to figure out how to work together. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good one. It works. It is pretty good it tropes. Is. Yeah. yeah. Not bad. I like it a lot. It's real good. 65. Right. 65. <laughs> 65. Edge of tomorrow. Edge of tomorrow. Edge of tomorrow. We're on, we're on a string of movies that could have had better names. Yeah. 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 We are. What is, uh, speaking of which, what is next week's? Do we know already? What we're doing? Oh, it's, a, it's our week film week critic of, special. Uh, we're doing a special. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're special. Yeah. But, yeah. but we can commit to the the next movie, which is Man on Fire. That's right. Oh, Ooh. shit. Oh, see, now that is a literal title. He is really on fire. Which, I wait. love that movie. A Tony Scott directed joint. It's one of my favorites mm-hmm. he ever did. I can't wait yeah, for that. Okay. I love that movie. Oh, my gosh. All right. I didn't know we were doing that. Well, next. if he's not literally on fire for at least he's half not, the movie, I'm not, not, I'm not watching it. He's he's on fire in the movie poster. Does that count? Because I don't think um, he's on fire well, at any if, point during the film. No, he's what never he's on just, fire. What if he's just shooting hoops and he's made a bunch of consecutive Oh, well, you're on fire. Oh, so, yeah, you're NBA Jam kind of he's yeah, on fire. Yeah, shamalama yeah, ding dong, the guy will yell or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think he sets Dakota Fanning on fire. <laughs> I, no, I don't know what happened. Oh, I know okay. she's in it. Oh, that's terrible. Dakota Fanning. So she kind of like Firestarter in this? Is she kind of like a Drew Barrymore Firestarter that victim and that's all i'll say for now oh so it's bodyguard okay kinda it's it's much cooler than that though it's it's one of my favorite washington movies one of my favorite uh tony scott movie it's so good anyway we're gonna do that christopher walken well i've heard there's supposed to be a tv series adaptation ordered by netflix Mm -hmm. oh really really yeah i could see that it's it's good enough uh to to branch out and when i Um, say i hear I just read it on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you clarified that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, our film critic special, though, is next week. And uh, this is going to be a roundtable discussion all yeah. about uh, reviews and Rotten Tomatoes and, 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 you know, just film critics in general. And how does that make us feel as moviegoers? Do we pay attention to that stuff? Who do we trust? Do we listen to user reviews? Like, how does it all work? Uh, very cool discussion coming your way next week. So check that out. In the meantime, I'd like to thank some patrons. Big, big, big shout out to some new folks who joined us at patreon.com slash filmsack. Taylor Fox, Ollie Renklit, Clint, Renklint, Renklint. Sure. Uh, Chris Ross, <laughs> Joshua Grant Slurm. Did you say Chris Rock? Chris Ross with two S's. Roth. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, not, not Roth. Ross. Chris Roth, Roth is okay. also Chris, a relatively Roth. famous person. Yeah, right, Chris right. Roth. Chris Roth, Roth and Joshua Grant Thurm. Anyway, all, all, the, all these guys are now, uh, well, hopefully we'll still be supporting us by the time you hear this. Uh, anyway, if you want to be like them and all the many others who are doing so, you'll get no commercials on your feed, which is great. You'll get host specials. The one Brian just put up was awesome. You guys got to check yes. that out. Talking about time loop oh. movies. Uh, real good stuff. I don't know. I don't know who September is. Who's September? That to be me. Oh. I'm up next. No pressure, dude. No pressure. Oh, I, it's, there's a lot of pressure. There's some been some really great quality content pushed out. So yeah, 
So feel yeah. pressure then. Have some pressure. Oh, I, I'm not. I don't feel. I don't feel <laughs> any pressure. Pressure. Yeah. I'm have, saying have the bar pressure. is high. It is so high. I'm like, eh. Why don't you just have some pressure? Anyway. Eh. Uh, yeah, we're gonna. We're just gonna lower the bar a little. Yeah, bit. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Away and I are gonna. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna down. reset the bar. So you guys go ahead and sure. You know, just get ready. Yeah. Uh, also, good news. Every week you get pre-show content, uh, regardless, and prints in the mail. I just sent off this little zombie kid thing I did, and I think people are gonna really like it. Uh, if that all sounds decent to you and you just like to get an even at the bottom level, you can do it. Go over to patreon.com slash filmsack today. In the meantime, filmsack.com is our website. And uh, you can find all our contact links there. So go check that out. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Come find me when you wake up. <laughs> I'll see you next time. Get more at frogpants.com. Son of a bitch! Yeah.